0: On this week's episode of Inside Outside Innovation, we sit down with two innovators from Dole Packaged Foods, Dr. Laura Ramden, the Chief Innovation Officer, and Barbara Pierre-Pion, Head of Ventures. We talk about Dole's new venture fund, its open innovation initiatives, and how it's tackling global issues from nutrition to sustainability. Let's get started. Inside Outside Innovation is the podcast to help new innovators navigate what's next. Each week, we'll give you a front row seat into what it takes to learn, grow, and thrive in today's world of accelerating change and uncertainty. Join us as we explore, engage, and experiment with the best and the brightest innovators, entrepreneurs, and pioneering businesses. It's time to get started. Welcome to another episode of Inside Outside Innovation. I'm your host Brian Ardinger and as always we have some amazing guests. Today we actually have two guests coming from all around the world. We have Dr. Laura Ramden, the Chief Innovation Officer and Barbara Pierre Pion, Head of Ventures at Dole Package Foods. So welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm, we're glad to be here. Excellent. Well, I am so excited to have you both on the show. Together the two of you are at the forefront of Dole's transformation and focus on innovation and So we wanted to have you on the show to talk about some of the new initiatives that you unveiled in the the recent months and why they're so important. How does Dole define innovation?
1: Innovation is is a very broad term, right? And it can often be overused. In our case, it's at all touch points. So from the farm, to the fruit, to the product, to the way the consumer uses it, to the way the consumer disposes of it. So it's actually end-to-end. Innovation can occur at any of those points. So... And that's obviously why we're here, because we're trying to broaden our horizons in all of those aspects. It's time that we thought about innovation beyond just a formulation and a pack.
2: It's also about innovation in ways of working. And Nara and I are a very great example of how we are working on innovation. It's just different approaches as well to solving problems.
0: So let's talk a little bit about those different types of approaches. One of the things I wanted to talk about is you've unveiled this new Dole Promise. These are six promises that you're making to the world that by 2025, you're going to to make some big changes and transformations. So Laura, do you want to talk a little bit about the Dole promise and what it is all about?
1: What's really interesting about Dole and both Barbara and I are new to the company, right? So that's also new for Dole in terms of innovation, having a head of ventures and a head of innovation is that they sort of set their stall out and said, if we're really, really going to make a difference Where we're going to make a difference is by actually closing this nutrition gap, which we see happening all over the world and happening not just in developing countries, but in developed countries. And so it's our mission to make nutrition accessible and affordable. And also, as part of this wider innovation agenda, try and get nutrition to people in different ways. Right. So that's the first thing. That's really the first big promise pillar. And then underneath that, we're really striving For access to sustainable nutrition for 1 billion people and then also we're looking at our current portfolio and saying how can we make those better and how can we take out processed sugar and how can we take out the things that we know you don't need right and how can we give you the things that we already make in its purest form so that's one big nutrition pillar.
0: Barbara what are are your thoughts?
2: I'm specifically looking at reducing our carbon footprint as a Head of venture, my role is to bring the outside in, identify technology, startups, and entrepreneurs we can work with. And if you look at the massive agenda on reducing carbon footprint, we know we cannot do it all alone, and we need to partner with innovators, with new technology. And therefore, reducing our carbon footprint will start from, it will have to be a closed loop. It start from the farms to our packaged product, to the way we are shipping the product, to the way... We are packing them. So we also have a goal on uh, zero fossil-based plastic by 2025 in our packaging. But it's not only on the packaging. It's also everywhere where there is today fossil-based plastic. So it's also included within our farm. So there is a big interconnectivity between all our doll promises, which will be mutually beneficial. So we are really looking forward to explore those partnerships and those new development uh, with
1: entrepreneurs. I think there's a big recognition, Brian, that we want systemic change. And if we want systemic yeah. change, we can't do it on our own, right? So actually we're in this position, and I think Barbara alluded to it earlier, because we want to innovate in the way we work. And actually Dole saying, hey guys, we can't do this on our own, come help us. That's already really innovative for us, right? And I think we are embracing open innovation in its truest form in that way.
0: And that leads to my next question. So you were both new to Dole, and I was going to ask, how are these initiatives different from the way Dole approached innovation in the past? Obviously, you said it's much more open than before. Why do you think this is a different approach for Dole, and and why are you going to go on this path?
2: I think I'm going to start because my answer is going to be way shorter than Lara's one. The head of venture and the venturing team is a new team. And it hasn't been done before. And I really, really focus on working with startups and young companies. So the answer is quite easy because this did not exist before. It's a new initiative, it's been launched about a year ago. So that's a simple answer.
1: And then building on that, I would say that Dole has been in the past quite traditional about how it focused on innovation, right? So it innovated on what it knew how to do already. And actually, we're expanding our portfolio beyond the canned pineapple and so we're saying we want to go beyond that we know fruit we are the experts in fruit but we want to get fruit and nutrition in fruit and vegetables and plants to people in different ways how can we do that if we don't know how to do it let's go and find somebody that can that's the other part of the sort of innovation continuum that i'm doing is that person over there can do supplements sell it because we've just launched supplements Let's go and work with them to launch fruit-based supplements, for example. So I think that's why I'm saying it's really open innovation in its truest form.
0: That leads to my question, Barbara, about Dole Ventures. And I believe you have a new Sunshine for All investment fund, $2 million annual fund. You mentioned it's a new initiative to go in this open innovation and actively pursue startups with that. Can you talk more about the fund? What are you looking for? And how are you partnering and looking for investments in the startup space?
2: We launched about a month ago, and this fund is really our commitment to the rest of the startup community to work with startups and work on innovation. So I would say it's the proof that we are extremely committed to change the way we are organizing our business, and we're really committed to our goal promise and acknowledging that we need them to help us. First of all, it is not a program like you would have in Accelerator's. We are really looking at innovative technology. So any startups, any social enterprise as well, any NGOs, anyone who thinks they can help us in our quest or in our journey can apply through the website, which is a simple form uh, explaining a little bit more about your background and your technology. We will review and filter those. And then we will we'll help them to connect with the business because from my experience the biggest problem that we need to solve when we are talking about corporate innovation and corporates working with startups is defining what success look like for both parties it's helping them to get themselves organized defining what the pilots look like both needs help both from the startup point of view who needs to understand how a big guy is working how can they develop that better uh, solution for us and for us working on how can we define our problem statement in a way that we can work in an iterative mode. So the fund itself, it's really a door, an entry door to Dole, and who wants to connect with us. And the the role of the team is going to then connect back with the business, working very closely with Lara, but also with the supply chain guy, working with the people in our farms when we are looking at biofertilizer, for instance, when we are looking at traceability. We are really looking at any technology that help us to deliver our own promise. On the website itself, there is a, some example and element of what we are looking for, but we are by nature extremely curious and open to talk to those
0: entrepreneurs. Now, are you looking at making equity investments in these particular startups or a combination of different opportunities yeah, depending yeah, on what's going on?
2: That's a very good point. And no, so we're not looking at taking any equity investment. I think when you're talking about experimentation and developing pilots, it's a lot easier if we keep it light and where the objective is really to solve the problem. So the fund is going to be spent into pilots. So it's money that we're going to allocate to try new technology, to try new ways of working new business models and not specifically into equity. To be honest, it's a lot easier to pull the plug when we need to pull the plug when something doesn't work. It's also easier to move forward a lot faster when there is no equity, legal and all involved. So it's really this $2 million is really for us to accelerate that transformation and working with those startups. And also really take action, right? Because that's part of our,
1: how do we drive systemic change is to really, instead of talking about it, to do it, to try it, right? Our boss always talks about not trying is failing. I think that was really his intention by setting up this fund, right? To fund really meaningful pilot activities, which hopefully will be successful and lead to bigger initiatives across the enterprise. But we know that obviously the failure rate is probably gonna be quite high, but that's okay because we tried and there's no way we're going to affect change if we don't.
0: I know you're trying a lot of stuff already. I've heard a little bit about some of the innovation efforts that are showing some impact. Things like initiatives, looking at food deserts and cities like Baltimore and that. I don't know if you want to expand a little bit more on those kind of initiatives
1: that are already working. So the Sunshine for All Cities program actually started in Jackson last year. And we are piloting this. We're doing this in order to take action. We're picking these cities and going to these cities and saying, you guys have got a food desert, which is true in Jackson. There's only like 20 supermarkets in Jackson, I think. So it's one for every 10,000 people. And so there are children going up who don't naturally have access to fruits and vegetables, which is unfathomable to me because obviously I'm very lucky where I grew up. So I always had access to fruit and vegetables, but people in Jackson don't. And so we worked with the mayor of Jackson and we actually tried to tackle it in a few ways. So we had pop-up fruit and vegetable stores. We worked really closely with the Boys and Girls Club in Jackson so we went in and we taught children how to cook with fruit and vegetables we actually had a a debrief from the CEO it was amazing it was really really amazing to see them get so excited about using fruit and vegetables which they've never done before so it's actually a several pronged approach and it's very specific to how Jackson is run and what Jackson needs we are going to do the same in Baltimore but it's not going to be a copy and paste right so it's going to be very specific for Baltimore's needs and I believe they have a food policy director in Baltimore actually for that state so we're going to be working very very closely with them to design a program for them and so there will be other cities that we work with right so there are unfortunately there are many food deserts in the United States and so if I was recently talking to a lady from the Chicago Sun-Times and she was very passionate about us coming to Chicago <laughs> so I said well That Chicago can always apply. So actually online on our website, you can apply for your city to be next. So if you're very passionate, if somebody's listening to this and wants to pilot an activity like this for their city, then yeah, by all means apply.
0: And do you see startups working with those types of programs or maybe talk through what are some of the core areas that you are looking to fund or or solve? You mentioned a couple of them, but
1: so when we talk about the fund, we're open to all kinds of partnerships, right? So If you're a social enterprise that is trying to use food that would otherwise be wasted in a different way, that's exactly an area that fits several areas of our promise, right? So it's about getting access to nutrition, but also solving, because we have to tackle it at both ends, the zero waste end, right? So Dole is a member of the Upcycled Food Association, because we believe we take the zero waste part very, very seriously. And it's part of our continuous innovation program so if you're a social enterprise or an enterprise that works in those areas in those cities then we'd be very interested to hear from you if you're a startup technology owner at social enterprise that's working to try and get nutrition to food deserts in different ways in different forms that comes from fruit and vegetables then we're also very interested in talking to you as well so i think you've said the word open quite a few times but (laughs) we genuinely mean that we are very very open We are very curious. I think curious is exactly the right word. I've not worked for a company that's quite so openly curious about learning from other people. It's a very unarrogant way to do innovation. So we're really very humble about the fact there's a lot of things that we don't know. And we we know that other people can teach us in order for us to realize this mission. And that's really what this is all about.
0: And Barbara, I know you came from Unilever and the Unilever Foundry program, looking and working with startups on that side. Are there particular technologies or trends that you're most excited about delving into?
2: Yes, actually. There is a lot which is happening, talking about reducing our fruit waste and fruit loss, a lot happening on extending the shelf life of fruits in a natural way. So there is a lot of startups from around the world. I'm, I'm really surprised to see that many young entrepreneurs are working on tackling that challenges. So extremely involved in R&D space. There is also a lot of startups trying to reduce sugar in products. So Mm -hmm. that's where we work quite closely with Lara, but that's areas where we are seeing a lot of things happening. We are also seeing a lot of startups and a big trend around covered footprint. So around regenerative agriculture and agroforestry practices. So we do have a lot to do on the education part. How can we educate our farmers that we're working with and develop those new practices in our plantation? And there is a lot of startups and social impact companies, actually, who are very soon going to help us to get there and to change our practices. Two big areas that I see quite a lot uh, recently is on reducing our carbon footprint emissions and food waste.
0: So I know this is fairly new to the process.
2: I'm curious to understand some of the
0: challenges that you've had in these early days about getting some new initiatives up and running. And more importantly, what are the obstacles that you're preparing to tackle moving forward?
2: That's a a very good question. And it's still early days. So I think at the moment, what I'm really focusing on is to get the organization to work in a very iterative mode. The biggest challenge, I would say, and and I've been through it in my previous life. So the biggest challenge is to help the team we are working with to define a problem statement without jumping into a solution. Mm -hmm. Very often when you go to, we talk to someone and you want to solve a problem, the person very naturally said, and we are looking for this A, B and C solution. And my role is to get it to stop to the problem statement. And then you start to push and push back a lot on why are we trying to solve that problem? And usually it unveils the real problem behind. And this is where we can start to look and uh, look for new technology to help us. So I I think that's the process we are in there here. The second thing is accepting that we're not going to have the solution uh, straight away. It is not a procurement linear procurement process. It has a lot of iteration in there. A lot of trial and error, and and Lara mentioned that as well. We know that there is a lot that is going to be failing, but, and I don't want to sound a little bit, in any failures, we will have a lot of learnings. But usually, if we know how to accelerate the next iteration, thanks to the learnings, this is what we need to put in place here. And and that's what we need to really uh, focusing on. So we'll see. I'll talk to you again in six months' time, and I'll share more (laughs) about that experience. Because at the other end of the innovation
1: continuum, I work with the P&L owners in the regions, right? And so if you're sitting in a PL and l chair, what we're talking about is like, yeah, 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 all well and good, but actually I own the P&L. Right. And so I'm at the very different end. And so my job actually is to infuse the innovation organization with the design thinking approach, which is really about how to create this really valid problem statement. Because I think one of the things that we suffer from is that we want to do everything and we can't mm-hmm. right and then if you're a PL owner trying to unlock some of the challenges with that right so looking at different business models so if it's something that you genuinely believe is going to give you longer term growth then accepting maybe in year one it's not going to give you the margin that you desired but it's it's going to build to that because we are delivering to our promise pillars and so on and so on these are on very very early days and we're right in the middle of some of those conversations on some of the more disruptive things that we're working on at the moment so it's very front of mind for me and so there can be tough but meaningful conversations because you know that you know you're moving forward to that aspirational goal of the promise both from zero waste nutrition etc cetera, etc cetera. i am empathetic to the PL owners because i know that they've got very strict financial targets to mm-hmm. deliver but at the other end, you know, embracing technology and embracing open innovation. So somewhere in the middle, we've got to make those two meet. I would say that's probably one of our biggest challenges. We're still yeah. figuring that out, Brian. That's
0: true. Virtually every corporation, they're trying to balance <laughs> yeah. exploitation of their existing business models and making sure those, because those two naturally don't fit well together. And uh, how do you balance that? And Well, obviously we can't
1: do business as usual if yeah, you're considering exactly. some of the more disruptive things, right? So that's sort of an ongoing conversation that we have to have. And indeed, this idea that we're iterative is not just for the innovation group, right? Right. This this idea that we're iterative has to work across all the functions that we work with. And and that's an ongoing journey for us, for sure.
0: Yeah, because if not, it it just becomes innovation theatre and you're doing it for PR. Right.
1: You can't do innovation on an island, right? You you cannot. And so looking at alternative ways to do innovation, looking at innovation in terms of the consumer-facing part with other partners in a different way is a big part of my focus, obviously. I'm sure this will all be familiar to your listeners. Yes, no,
0: it's definitely familiar and it's familiar to our audience members as well as we're all trying to learn together to figure out, to navigate this new world of work and everything else. If people want to engage with Dole, whether it's a startup or other folks that are interested in the initiatives, what's the best way to connect with you and connect with the programs? To
2: start with, www.sunshineforall.com. That would be the best place to start and we will help them to connect with the rest of the organization. I'm and also what?
1: telling people to DM me on LinkedIn if they want to as well. I'm not sure whether that's a good idea or not. Again, in the spirit of being open and curious, please feel free.
0: <laughs> well, thank you both for coming on and spending a little bit of time with Inside Outside Innovation. Talk about the stories and we'd love to have you back to continue and figure out what's working and what's not working. Yes, and we'll come back in six months and tell you what's working. Yes. Thanks very much for being on the show. We'll talk to you again soon.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much.
0: That's it for another episode of Inside Outside Innovation. If you want to learn more about our team, our content, our services, check out insideoutside.io or follow us on Twitter at the Podcast or at Gardinger. Until next time, go out and innovate.